Hello. We are back with another episode on our Even If You Missed podcast. We think it is time to that we took a moment to reintroduce ourselves because it, was, cause it has been a hot minute since we did that. Yep, I agree. Some people may be new to our community, and so we want to let you know what we're all about. This podcast is directed, written, and produced by a different group of grade 6 leadership students each year. This is our third year doing this podcast. Can you believe it? Our purpose is to educate kids about wellness and healthy habits, as well as do some fun episodes just to make people laugh. Yes, we love to do it all on this podcast, and we know that Kids Inspiring Kids is the way we like to learn best, so we thought, why not do it through a podcast? Each week, a different group gets together with our vice principal to decide on a topic, research it, write it, and then record it. So, I guess you could say we're a pretty busy group of kids, but we love it! Okay, now that you have a quick recap of who we are, let's get back to today's episode. We are Erin, Camila, Charlotte, Abigail, Emily, and Rafaela, and Chanel. And like we said earlier, today is all about making decisions. Let's face it, decision making is boring and can sometimes be super stressful. But when we think about it, it's actually a very important thing to know in life. So, we decide to research and find out some effective ways to make decisions and educate you a little bit about the importance of not just making decisions, but making ones that are good for you, not just the ones that feel good at the moment. Oh, good one. We definitely like making choices that are sometimes not good for us because it feels right at the moment. For example, let's talk about cookies. Wait, what? Yeah, cookies, you know, the fresh baked ooey gooey ones that are full of sugar and that just came out of the oven and your parents tell you you couldn't eat until after dinner. All right, I've been there before. Yeah, and they, sit, and they walk out of the room and you think they won't notice if you sneak one, so you decide to go for it. Feels good at the time, right? Yep. yep, it tastes delicious. Then your mom catches you. Yikes. But then you decide to lie about it. Uh-oh, but she knows you're lying. Uh, and now you've made two bad decisions, and you're now grounded for life. Oh, no! I bet you wished you would have made a different decision, right? Definitely. Feels good for a nanosecond, and then not so good for an eternity of grounding. Yup. Okay, that reminds me of another decision that is always so tempting. What decision is that? The temptation of an iPad or an iPhone. In fact... Temptations are also a huge part of people making the wrong decisions. iPads and iPhones can be the temptation for kids, and we can get often into some big trouble if we make the wrong decisions when using these devices. Good point. Temptation is definitely a problem when it comes to decision making. So you really have to ask yourself if the decision you are making is good for you in the long run or just the moment. You also really have to weigh the consequences of that decision. Let's talk about some ways to help us kids make good decisions. We did a little research, and here's what we came up with. Step one, don't let the stress get the better of you. Take some time to think about the decision you are making and give yourself a break. Try not to make the decision right in the moment. Weigh the pro meaning good things and the cons meaning bad things about the decision you're about to make. Next, set an end goal. What is it that you want to feel or achieve at the end of your decision? 
Then consider all options before making the final decision. Sometimes there are more than two options, so look at it from a few different ways. This next step is a big one. You are not alone. Make sure that you talk to trusted people about your decisions and how you are feeling. This will help you to figure out your next step and also make you feel better overall. Take Talking to someone always helps. Sometimes even writing out your ideas about your decision or how you feel in a, in a journal also helps. This is true if it's a big decision that you have to make. Writing out pros and cons and seeing them on paper always helps me. I even write about how I feel once I made the decision, which helps me guide to which helps guide me to the right choice for me. Yep, I, planning and imagining it once it happens is super important in decision making. Self care is also important. You really need to check in with yourself and make sure that the decision you're or choice you are about to make is healthy for you. This last one is a big step in decision making. This last one helps me make decisions and is all about trusting myself. I know that with decision making comes the fear. Nia Raymond states that there are types of fear that often come with decision making. Self-doubt and uncertainty. Fear of what could go wrong by imagining worst case scenarios. Fear of being judged by others. Fear of looking foolish or silly. Fear of the cost of making mistakes or the wrong decision. Experience decision fatigues. Inability to process hard decisions. Neil Rayton states that this fear is so common and that it is important to trust that you will make the right decision in order to trust and relieve that fear. He gave me a few ideas that I wanted to share with you that really helped us. 1. Use the 555 rule. This rule allows us to check in with our emotions and plan for future ones. How we feel in 5 minutes, 5 months, and 5 years from now. Will you have regret or joy? Naturally, you'll want to make decisions that will give you more joy. 2. Determine the cause of any decision that is really hard to make. Whenever you're intensive, there's usually fear that's coming up. Look at what the real fear is and the cause of it. The more you understand your decision-making process, the better quality decisions you'll make. 3. Evaluate the pros and cons. We all know that most things in life come with positive and negative consequences. You can imagine having already decided. You can also ask yourself, like, if I make this decision, will it move me closer to what I want or where I want to be? Four, reduce the number of options you have. The more choices you have, the harder it is to decide. If you have two or three options, it's much easier to decide. You can eliminate options by being bold and getting rid of them. The sticky note activity is a great one to unpack your options. Five, tap into your intuition. Your inner guidance system is a powerful resource you have to make quality decisions. This is often referred to as a hunch, gut feeling, an inkling, or a knowing. The better you can harness and strengthen your intuition, the more confidence you'll have in your decision-making ability. The good news is your intuition is never wrong. You have to make so many decisions in a day that it can drain you. Trust yourself with the decision you made and then let them go. You know to your heart that with, a, that with hard work, patience, and a little bit of dirt under your fingernails, good things eventually come. If sometimes you make a misstep with a decision you made, go with that always. Things always work themselves out. Time heals the decision, and the best part is that you learn from it. And don't worry, there is always another decision waiting for you. Well, that's a lot of information for you on this episode. We, we hope it helped you with your own decision making. Good luck, and remember, we're always rooting for you. Yahoo!